Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Steve Casillo with the September 20th, 2023, 190th edition. Always broadcasting from the Somark Studios along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield news team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield News, Sports, and Conversation. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. City Council to receive another pay raise in the new year. Flick's Brewhouse set to open next week. Parks and Rec puts out an APB on Rogue Beaver. In sports, we will check both the win and the loss columns for week four of high school football. And in the talk segment, Steve chats with the Mansfield Mission Center's new executive director, Brian McFadden. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is about Mansfield. No matter your familiarity with buying or selling real estate, having an experienced, trusted advisor on speed dial is priceless. The Roger and Beth team of Century 21 Judge Fight is here to be that resource for you. Whether you're buying right here in Mansfield or your dreams are taking you elsewhere, we are ready to help you with turning that vision into a reality. To learn more, visit our website at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. Are you ready to create unforgettable memories? Picture this, an enchanting event venue nestled amidst breathtaking landscapes with panoramic views right here in Mansfield. The Grandview Event Center is the perfect setting to bring your vision to life. From intimate gatherings to large-scale extravaganzas, the Grandview has flexible spaces to accommodate any occasion, be it a wedding reception, corporate Christmas party, or community gathering. Book your next unforgettable experience at thegrandviewmansfield.com. That's thegrandviewmansfield.com. The Grandview Event Center, where memories are made and dreams become reality. Book your event today. I'm Jason Moore, Executive Director of Mansfield Economic Development Corporation, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by the Grandview Event Center. Mansfield City Council members will receive a pay raise under the city's 2024 budget. The change comes months after city council members took heat for an alleged lack of transparency in receiving payments for their service. In February of this year, the council voted to give its members $1,000 a month payments for their work as elected officials. That number increased to $2,000 per month at last week's meeting when Mansfield officials passed the city's budget. City Code in Mansfield has allowed council members to accept pay for their work since 1979, yet officials were not successful in getting council members to accept payments until earlier this year. At the time, city officials took some heat from residents about the payment passage not being transparent and said they followed proper procedures when deciding to pay city council members. Mayor Michael Evans told the Star-Telegram last week that they appreciate the city manager, staff, and others in the community who have supported the council's work. Mayor Evans previously said he gives the money to his church, 
Bethlehem Baptist. When asked if his extra $1,000 a month would go to charity, Evans said all the money he and his wife bring in ends up in the same pot, but that they donate an estimated $50,000 a year to charity. It's been a long time coming, pre-COVID, in fact. We're talking about the opening of Flick's Brewhouse in the shops at Broad. The Brew Pub Cinema had begun construction prior to COVID-19 when the pandemic in March 2020, of course, brought everything to a halt, including humans going to movie theaters. Flick's is currently putting the finishing touches on the building and with us on the phone to give us some exciting news. He's the CEO of Flick's Brewhouse. Chance Robertson, welcome to About Mansfield. Thanks for having me, Steve. I'm glad to be here. When is the opening day of Flick's Brewhouse here in Mansfield? We are planning to be open on the 28th of September, so next Thursday night. Certainly, we still have a couple of inspections to to overcome and get through, but I think we're going to be just fine. So we'll be opening next Thursday night. Your website touts movies, food, and beer. Give us a little rundown of, um, let's start with the food, because uh, obviously movies are what movies are, but you've got something special coming up. So, But first, let's talk about the food. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, look, I think... You know, we're all used to going to the movies and grabbing a popcorn, a soda, some Twizzlers, some Reese's Pieces, whatever it is. And what we do, which a lot of others do, but we think we do pretty darn well, is we add an elevated dining experience to your movie. Um, And that is where we're going to bring the service to your seat. We're going to make, you know, as much of what we can in-house and make sure that you get a really quality meal. So instead of having to go out on a Friday night and do dinner, then go to the movie, you can do dinner and movie together with us at Flick's Brewhouse. We make our own pizza dough every day. Um, we make a lot of our sauces and dressings, you know, we're going to cook your burger to order. We have the best French fries out there. Um, so it's a really great food experience and it covers everything from appetizers all the way down to fresh baked cookies. So there's a, there's something there for everyone. And of course we still have the popcorn soda and Twizzlers if that's your game. <laughs> and of course, brew house, it's in the name. You, you actually brew the beer on site. We do brew the beer on site. There's beer in the tanks. It will be ready next Thursday. Um, when we open the doors. Yeah. So we are an award-winning brewery. So, I mean, this isn't something that we do just for fun or to kind of add a little, you know, something to the mix. It is something that we're very serious about. All of our brewers are actually going to the great American beer festival here in about 48 hours. Um, we're hoping to repeat. We got a silver medal last year at the great American beer festival, which is the biggest beer competition in the world. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping to repeat this year, but if not, we still get to rest on our laurels from the world. Uh, the, the American beer cup that was a few months ago where we won, I think, six medals and we were voted second best brewery in the country um, for, for our brewery in Carmel, Indiana. So yeah, the beer is serious. We'll have our core four beers are on tap all, all the time. And then I think we're opening with an additional four or five beers that we're brewing as well. And with so. that, I see you've got a special that will be coming up uh, made in Texas Mondays that involves beer. Does it not? It does involve beer. Yeah. So made in Texas Mondays is just a way for us to showcase not only our beer, but some of the, the great local craft beers that are brewed in and around town um, in Mansfield and certainly in Texas. So that's going to be two dollars off any beer that's produced in the state of Texas. Um, and, you know, beer is a, it's part of every day for us. We also have fill up Fridays where if you like our beer, you can come by and get a crowler, um, which is basically like a 32 ounce can of beer. Um, for $8 or three of those for 20. So, you know, craft beer is a part of everyday experience at Flick's Brewhouse for sure. And so as someone is sitting there uh, enjoying their food, drinking their beer, enjoying the movie, they're sitting in luxury recliners. They are indeed. Yeah. So we try to pay attention to every detail of the experience for our guests at Flick's. 
And those luxury recliners are designed to give you just the right amount of recline where you can still see the screen. You can also still reach up and grab that beer, grab another bite of popcorn or one more slice of pizza. Um, but it's not sitting right on top of you. You can push the table out and away from you. You can open it so you can get out quicker and easier if you need to run to the restroom with that, you know, that critical break in the action. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just all about making sure that everything is is kind of custom fit for the ultimate flex experience, including our service, which is going to be done via call button on your seat. If you need anything, you just press a call button. Our service will come to you. We have a little bit of a step down below your row. So they're not interfering with your view of the movie and they can get you whatever you need, not only before, but also during the movie. Nice. So it's pretty nice, man. Well, pretty nice. And let's talk about the movies opening night. You've got what, a, what apparently is going to be a blockbuster It's called the creator. And we do. Yeah. Once we get beyond opening night, your inventory of movies increases. It does, yeah. And your yeah, so. your lineup for October being uh, uh, the the month of Halloween, your lineup for October is is incredible. Do you want to talk about that? I would love to. Yeah, you could you could tell I was I was anticipate I was eagerly anticipating getting to speak about this. Yeah, so certainly you know it's always going to start and end with what Hollywood is is bringing out and those those great new releases like you mentioned the creator. Um, we're actually really excited not only about that but some of the other upcoming films for those the Swifties out there. Uh, Taylor Swift is re- releasing a concert film that'll release on October 13th, um, which will be a great time to come out and see Flix if you haven't already by then, which I would really encourage you to do so before then. But in addition to that, we do a lot of what we call repertory or classic film content throughout the year. And October is a month where we really take it to the next level. Um, you know, obviously it's this, the month of, of fright and, and, and Halloween. And so we've got everything from The Exorcist, Shaun of the Dead, Rocky Horror Picture Show, The Lost Boys, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, just Dracula. I mean, there's every kind of fun, classic um, horror film that will, you know, not only scare you, but maybe give you a few laughs and, again, wash it down with a cold craft beer and a slice of pizza. Halloween in Mansfield is not going to be like any other Halloween because Halloween night, 645, is the showing of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I was on the website just uh, a couple of minutes before we, we started this interview. Only 11 seats have been sold. Two of those seats, by the way, are mine. And Excellent. And so if, if anyone wants to join me on Halloween night for a 645 showing of Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, log on to flixbrewhouse.com. First and foremost, if you are coming to see Rocky Horror Picture Show, make sure you're ready for a really good time. We kind of pull out all the stops. It is a very interactive experience. It's a lot of fun. Um, as we all know, that film leaves nothing you know, unsaid or, un, or un, unaddressed in terms of kind of how fun it is. And we really take it to the next level. So I'm, I'm not going to say any more other than make sure that when you show up and those nine other people and hopefully another 50 or 60 by the time it shows that you're ready for a good time. Tell me about Discount Wednesdays and The Circle and uh, we'll finish this up. To kind of round it out, on Wednesday nights, we do our discount day or, you know, we call it 555 Wednesday. So every ticket is $5.55, um, which is a great opportunity in the middle of the week as you're getting the hump day to kind of get out Go see a movie, relax a little bit, make sure you're jazzed and ready to finish your work week and get to Friday when you can come back and see us again at Flix. And when you do that, make sure you sign up for our loyalty program. It's called The Circle. Um, we're, it's got so many great benefits to being a member of our loyalty program. We're certainly going to give you first access to a lot of these fun, fun events and exciting things that we do out throughout the year. And of course, we'll make sure that you get some extra goodies. Like, you know, I think right now, if you sign up for our loyalty program, you get a free popcorn on your first visit. 
think you get a free appetizer on your second or third visit. So there's a lot of really great fun things that come along with being a circle member at Flix Brew House. And again, go to www.flixbrewhouse.com. We cannot wait to see you guys. We're really excited to be a part of the city of Mansfield. It has been a long road going all the way back to 2019, but we're finally here and we can't wait to welcome the community and everyone who lives in and around Mansfield to Flix Brew House. Thursday, September 28th, the grand opening of Flix Brew House. Shops at Broad. Again, the uh, web address Flix, that's F L I X, FlixBrewhouse.com. CEO, Chance Robertson, I'll see you on opening day. I'll also see you on Halloween. Can't wait, man. Thanks for the time. Have a great afternoon. The Mansfield Parks and Rec Department crews are on the lookout for one or more mischievous beavers as prime suspects in a curious incident that occurred at Oliver Nature Park over the weekend. It appears that the busy, brown-burrowing, bark-loving beaver may have created a personal hideout in the drainage pipes meant to keep the water flowing from the Oliver Park front pond, which is especially helpful after rains like we had last week. Thanks to the dastardly deeds of the broad-tailed, branch-chewing, bristly, bald-tailed brat, the pond is currently overflowing well beyond its normal levels, at times one foot above the dock. Crews are working to clear out the blockages and allow the water to drain again naturally, but in the meantime, Parks and Rec officials ask that you please avoid the high water areas and do not cross any barriers. And if you happen to see the busy buck-toothed building dam designing engineering enthusiast, stream savvy savage of a beast, or the beaver, do not approach or attempt to take the law into your own hands. Simply keep your distance and alert park staff. In sports, week four of high school football is in the books, and Timberview and Mansfield High remain on their undefeated path. Timberview walked all over the Turner Lions 71-7 Thursday night at Newsom Stadium. Senior quarterback Zurich Humes went 11 for 16 in the air, totaling 370 yards and connecting for five touchdowns. At the other end of those passes were senior receivers Cameron Bates and Sheldon Barnes, who logged three touchdowns together. But it was the ground crew that accelerated the Wolves into big numbers as running back sophomores Cedric Portley and Taylor Hansen, junior Jalen Woods, and senior Jackson Mitchell recorded a combined 21 carries for 221 yards and five touchdowns. This Friday, the Wolves go on the road to Newman Smith in Carrollton. Meanwhile, your Mansfield Tigers bested crosstown rivals the Legacy Broncos 42-13 Friday night at Newsom. The passing game put Mansfield over to the top with junior receivers Tim Abraham and Jacoby Hayes scoring a touchdown each, while sophomore receiver Zion Robinson had three receptions for 49 yards and two touchdowns. Over half of the Tigers' 414 total yards came from the arm of junior quarterback Braxton Van Cleve, who threw for 234 yards, his longest being 53 yards connecting with Jacoby Hayes. This Friday night, your Mansfield Tigers take on Lake Ridge at Newsom, while Legacy travels to Dallas Skyline. Elsewhere, Summit down Seguin 41-13 on Thursday. Senior running back Amari Burgess took center stage with 15 carries and 179 yards, resulting in four touchdowns. Summit is now 2-2 on the season. It's senior night on Thursday as the Jags take on Burleson at Newsom. And finally, Lakeridge was routed by Duncanville 76-0 Friday night. Ranked at number eight, Duncanville is currently the highest rated Texas high school team in the country. All games this week, per usual, start at 7 p.m. Taking a look at the highs and lows around the state this past week. Concordia over McDade 90-41, while Pearsall nipped Poteet 
6 to nothing. And the biggest goose egg in the state this past week is courtesy of a couple of private schools as Lubbock Christian traveled five and a half hours to topple Waco Riker 96 nothing. If you have a comment about the show, you know, the news, whatever's on your mind locally, the good, the bad, the ugly, tell us what's on your mind. You can reach us by voicemail at 817-435-2938. Again, that's 817-435-2938. This coming Friday, September 22nd is National States and Capitals Day, which raises awareness about all 50 states and their capitals. So we here at the About Mansfield News Desk did some research on some capitals and found out that The least populated capital in the United States is Montpellier, Vermont, at approximately 8,000 people. Helena, Montana, had more millionaires per capita than any other city in the world in the 1800s. And here in Texas, Austin is the largest state capital in the United States that does not have a big four professional sports team. Big four, of course, meaning football, baseball, basketball, or hockey. And here's one last fun fact. No state capital in the entire United States has the letter Q in its name. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. When water alone doesn't keep you hydrated, I'm Angel Biasati. We'll talk about it next in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. I'm Beth Steinke, and today on the Mansfield Real Estate Report, we're going to dive into the topic of lender-required repairs. In this week's Cocktail of the Week, I'll be talking about a cocktail that summer in a glass. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and conversation. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. This portion of the news was brought to you by the Grandview Event Center. The housing market is evolving as interest rates rise to meet inflation. Speculation abounds as to what the future may hold. Do you have a trusted advisor? The Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight should be your first call in all matters concerning real estate and the market. We specialize in residential real estate for both buyers and sellers. With industry partners across North America, our resources and expertise can turn the home you've been envisioning into a reality. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more. That's homesinmansfield.com. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube, Wealth Building Made Simple. Congratulations to Matthew Riley, who was the first person to correctly answer last week's Mansfield trivia question. In what year was Mansfield first named the official pickle capital of Texas? According to the Texas State Historical Association website, the 83rd legislature named Mansfield the pickle capital of Texas in 2013. When we come back, this week's trivia question... At Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, we've been caring for our home team for over 15 years. Today, you'll find award-winning physicians on the medical staff, advanced neurosurgery, a level three trauma center, critical care for newborns, and comprehensive orthopedic care. Methodist Mansfield, delivering the care our friends, neighbors, and home team depend on. That's community, and why so many people trust Methodist. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and are you ready to make your voice heard? 
Want to bring out your ideas to life through captivating conversations and engaging visuals? Look no further than Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio, your one-stop destination for award-winning audio and video podcast recording. Equipped with cutting-edge microphones, crystal-clear audio recording, and high-definition cameras, we're here to turn your ideas into engrossing content. But it's not just about the equipment. We're dedicated to bringing out the best in your content. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, We're here to elevate your podcasting game. We'll even help you with intro music, transitions, voiceover, and that professional polish that sets your podcast apart. So whether you're into interviews, storytelling, or simply sharing your expertise, Podcast Mansfield can help bring your podcasting dreams to life. Visit podcastmansfield.com. Podcast Mansfield, where creating your podcast masterpiece has never been easier. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is time right now, this very second, right here, right now, time for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield trivia question. If you are the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com, you will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice. It's brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. Colleen. Let's get to it. Well, Steve, there is only one person in history to win world boxing, karate, and kickboxing titles and hold them all at the same time. And he's a Mansfield resident. This week's trivia question is, who is he? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, name the only person in history to simultaneously hold titles in world boxing, karate, and kickboxing. Good luck, y'all, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, I'm Scott Bowman, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Angel Biasati has news on how to avoid dehydration in today's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Angel? This summer is shaping up to be one of the hottest. It's critical to drink enough water, but hydration can take many forms, and not all beverages are created equal. There's a lot of tricks out there to help you spice up your water, from flavored water to electrolyte water and sparkling water. The most important thing is to drink enough of it. And while there isn't a magic amount, despite the age-old advice to drink eight glasses of water a day, it depends on your metabolic needs. Are you exercising? Are you outdoors in this hot sun? Are you sick? Do you have a fever? Or are you pregnant? These occurrences can affect how much fluid you need. If you're working or playing outside in the Texas heat, it's recommended you drink 8 ounces of water every 15 to 20 minutes. Or if you're out in the triple digits of heat, try to drink about 24 to 32 ounces an hour. If chugging plain H2O all day sounds like water torture, don't despair. 
mix the water up a bit with sparkly water or fruit juice to make it taste better. Don't expect a cold soda, coffee, or iced tea to quench your thirst like water can because they contain caffeine. Those drinks are basically diuretics. They'll only make you more dehydrated in the long run. That could lead to dehydration if you overdo it. Water doesn't have to solely come from a bottle. What you eat can be every bit as important to stay hydrated. Even better if you can remember to pair each meal with a glass of water. Not only will this help you stay hydrated, it will contribute to portion control and aid in digestion. Many fruits and vegetables are mostly water and can contribute to your daily hydration goals. From watermelon, which is 92% water, to iceberg lettuce, 96%, you can snack on these hydrating foods throughout the day. Use them to supplement your water intake. Tomatoes are also high in water content, nearly 95%. And even better yet, this juicy fruit is highly nutritious. Tomatoes contain vitamin A and C, potassium, and plenty of lycopene, which has cancer-fighting properties. And if you really want to beat the heat, resolve to be as cool as a cucumber, which is about 96% water and also contains potassium and feistin, an anti-inflammatory that has brain-boosting properties. That's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. I'm Angel Biasati reporting for the About Mansfield podcast. Realtor Beth Steinke shares details on lender-required repairs in the Mansfield real estate market update. Beth, what happens after the buyer and seller have entered into a purchase agreement and then successfully navigated and negotiated the desired repairs to move the deal forward, and then along comes the appraisal with lender-required repairs? First, let's talk about the purpose of the appraisal. I'd imagine that everyone understands that the appraisal sets or confirms the value of a home during a sale contract, but it's also meant to protect the lender and, by default, the buyer, too, from buying a house that's not structurally sound, is unsafe, or that doesn't have a good chance of retaining value over time. So the appraiser is actually the eyes and ears and nose for the lender. Sometimes the appraiser raises a red flag on a property, and the deal will come to a standstill until a resolution can be found. Lender-required repairs typically refer to the repairs or improvements that a mortgage lender requires to be remedied before approving a loan for the property. These repairs are usually related to the condition and safety of a property being used as collateral for the loan. Lenders want to ensure that the property is in good enough shape to secure their investment and that it meets certain standards. I had this happen just this week, so let's talk about it in a real-life scenario. The buyer and seller had agreed upon a dollar amount to cover repairs that the buyer was going to make after closing. In comes the appraiser, and he made a note in his report that he was concerned about a possible active foundation issue, something the inspector had not flagged. So here we were in the middle of an active deal with a really big problem to solve. The buyer cannot move forward with the sale until the situation is resolved and the lender required repair is satisfied. Most sellers tend to be agreeable since a foundation is such an important issue, but in this case, the seller had already committed to a good amount of repair money and was not willing to give any more. 
The buyer who was buying their very first home was dead in the water because they weren't going to be able to secure financing until a resolution was reached. With much hard work and negotiating, we were able to get everyone to agree on a plan to move the home sale forward. But boy, let me tell you, emotions were flying high and it was a really touch and go there for a few days. What are the sorts of things that a lender might require to be fixed as a condition of sale? Some of this can vary based on loan type, whether it's conventional loan or a VA or FHA. Here we go. Number one, health and safety issues. Lenders may require repairs to address health and safety concerns. This can include fixing structural problems, electrical issues, plumbing leaks, or addressing mold or asbestos hazards. I had a 1950s house with some discoloration, we might say, that sold earlier this year. And the appraiser required a mold inspector to come out in order for approval to be given for financing. Number two, structural deficiencies. If the property has significant structural problems, such as a damaged foundation, roof issues, or a crumbling chimney, the lender may require repairs in order to ensure the property is structurally sound. Pest infestations. Lenders may require pest inspections or treatments if there's evidence of termite or other pest infestations that could damage the property. Code violations. If the property does not meet local building codes or zoning requirements, the lender may require repairs or modifications to bring it into compliance. An example of that might be that the house was built over the build line or a shed is on uh, the neighbor's property. Number five, roof and foundation issues. Problems with the roof or foundation, which can significantly affect the property's value and structural integrity, may need to be repaired before a loan as well. Septic or well problems. If the property relies on a septic system or well for water or sewage, the lender may require inspections and repairs to make sure they're functioning properly. Number seven, water damage. Significant water damage, such from a flood or leaks, may require repairs to prevent further deterioration. Number eight, electrical and plumbing issues. Outdated or faulty electrical and plumbing systems can pose safety hazards and may need to be upgraded or repaired. Number nine, missing or damaged appliances. If the property is missing essential appliances, like a functioning stove or water heater, the lender may require their installation or repair. Last year, we had a non-functioning air conditioner in a home, which did not bother the buyer as they knew they were going to have to replace it once it was closed. The lender actually required that to be replaced before closing. You might be wondering, when exactly... Is the buyer finally able to relax and be assured that there's no other pitfalls ahead in a real estate transaction, and they might actually make it to closing? Well, that's a great question. We try to explain when we have that initial consultation with the buyer that there are so many variables and people involved that really anything can happen, but we will work hard to navigate through them and prepare them, but it's never done deal till we hand you the keys. Sounds complex and a little scary, doesn't it? When everything goes right, this real estate gig is wonderful. Giving a first-time buyer keys to a life's dream come true or helping someone sell their first home or their kids grew up and now they're upgrading to a custom home on some land. But it's when things get rocky that it takes real skill, expertise, and experience to put things back together and get to the closing table. Maybe next time you see a for sale by owner sign, just silently wish them luck if they can successfully navigate all of the difficulties that happen and actually get to closing, did you know they will make an average of 26% less than if they used a real estate agent to sell their home? But that's a topic for another day. 
For the About Mansfield podcast, this is Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, either way, you know it's always good as Brian serves up one last taste of summer in the cocktail of the week. Brian. This week's cocktail of the week is the gin basil peach smash. Yes, that's a big mouthful. But this gin-based cocktail highlights the natural harmony between fruit and herb by pairing sweet white peaches with bright basil. A homemade peach simple syrup delivers pure concentrated flavor, while the dry sherry adds an intriguing wine dimension. The following are the ingredients and instructions for shaking up this summery gin peach basil smash at home. But as always, don't worry about taking notes. I'll always be posting all of the ingredients and the instructions on bourbongospel.com. So the ingredients, you'll need two ounces of London dry gin, one ounce of a fino sherry, a half ounce of freshly squeezed lemon juice, a quarter ounce of white peach simple syrup, five to six basil leaves, one peach slice for garnish, and mint sprig as well. To make this peach simple syrup, you're going to take one white peach pitted and chopped, one cup of water, one cup of sugar. You're going to add all that to a small saucer, bring the water to a boil, add the peach chunks and the sugar, then remove from the heat and steep and stir for about 30 minutes. You want to make sure you fine strain this a couple of times to remove the extra peach pulp. To make the cocktail, in a shaker glass, you're going to gently muddle the basil leaves and a white peach slice. Be careful not to over-muddle. Then you're going to add the gin, the sherry, the lemon juice, the peach simple syrup, and a shaker filled with ice. Shake vigorously until thoroughly chilled and diluted. Then double strain into a chilled coupe glass to remove any solids. And then garnish with the mint sprig through a sliced white peach half moon. The result is a gorgeous pale yellow cocktail with dynamic flavors. The sweet peach and herbal basil mingle with the gin's juniper notes and the sherry's nutty wine accents. Sip this smash on the porch during sunset or before a summer dinner party. For an extra dash of color and flavor, you could add a few drops of violet or lavender flower syrup. And you can play with different herb variations like lemon thyme or even cilantro. Just always make sure that you're using fresh ripe peaches and herbs at their peak of flavor. The gin peach basil smash is summer in a glass. As always, I'm open to hear your take and input. You can reach me at brian at bourbongospel.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. We're back in 60 seconds with Steve's in-studio interview with Brian McFadden. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and we all remember the storm that blew through our town back in June that pelted this community with baseball-sized hail. It did a ton of damage around Mansfield, including my own roof. Regular listeners to About Mansfield have heard Paul Duncan's commercials for Trinity Roofing and Construction. And after the storm, I reached out to him, and boy, am I glad 
that I did. From the first call to Paul to working with the crew leader, the scheduling department, and the entire construction team, and how it all played out with my insurance company, working with Trinity Roofing and Construction was a breeze. It's easy to see why they're a platinum preferred contractor with Owens Corning with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So if you're thinking on replacing your roof, look no further than Trinity Roofing and Construction. They're a Mansfield-based company, and you can find them on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. Again, that's trinityroofingconstruction.com. Hi, I'm Vandella Menifee, professional volunteer. You're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk in the studio today. The new executive director of the Mansfield Mission Center, Brian McFadden, welcome to Thank About you. Mansfield. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And you've been the new executive director, filling the shoes of Dr. Carmen Harris. Uh, you've been executive director for how long now? Yeah, probably right about f- six weeks, five, six weeks. And you're settling in? I think so. You know, I, I'm probably still drinking from a fire hydrant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, at As least I know. any new job though, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what I was doing before is very familiar to what I'm doing now. But what I've told my friends is it might be apples to apples, but it's the difference in green apples and red apples. They are very different. What you did before <laughs> was a... Um, you you worked for Rush Creek, correct? Yeah, which is several locations around yeah. North Texas, or or really this this area. Yeah. Uh, again, your title with Rush Creek was I was the compassion pastor. D- Define compassion pastor. There we go. Yeah, don't ask my wife because she thinks that's kind of funny that I would be considered the compassion pastor. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, my responsibilities were overseeing all of our local, national, and global outreach. So um, when I started at Rush Creek back in 2002, three, we were a single campus church, not running 400 people. And so our pastor at the time asked me to, to pray about starting the local outreach, whether it's things that we do in our own community or around the world. And so I agreed to do that, came on board. And when I left, uh, Rush Creek is now a, a church with six campuses, mm-hmm. uh, two international in El Salvador, and wow. we had two resource centers, one in South Arlington and one in East Fort Worth. There's one along 287, is that there right? There is, yeah, right next to it Starbucks. Is. They're at 157 and uh, I... 287. If I re- wasn't there a big fire? There was. We were actually looking at that property to purchase it from a, the previous church. Oh, that was before. It was literally was like a Rush week Creek. before we bought it. <laughs> gotcha. All right. I just remember that 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 building mm-hmm. wasn't sure if it was your property yet it or was. not. It was really. It was a blessing in disguise because that building was built in two phases, and the part that burned was the old part. So okay. we got rid of the old part, and and from the ashes came a new. That's exactly uh, right. Came a new church. That's right. All right, you uh, you mentioned you've been with the Mansfield Mission Center for for about five to six weeks, and again the the fire hose. Uh, what have you <laughs> learned in in five to six weeks? Oh man, I've learned quite a bit. I think. What stands out first in my mind is that the the staff and volunteers are incredible. Yeah. Carmen did a phenomenal job of assembling a, a staff that is passionate about what they do, about hel- helping families in our community. And then our volunteers have the same heart and compassion just to, to serve our, our neighbors. In a nutshell, 
for the listeners out there, describe what the Mission Center does. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, I think we're, we've been the best-kept secret in Mansfield for the last 10 years. Well, you host the A Taste of Mansfield. I mean, that's... Hey. That's not a that's not a secret. That is not a secret, and that's a great way for us to get the word about what we do. But and, I, and I'm sorry, I interrupted. So the, that's I, okay. I, uh, you, your Mansfield's best kept secret, and the yeah. Mission Center does. Yeah, maybe let me give you a little bit of our history and Absolutely. get to what we, we do now. Go for it. Uh, so it was started in the '70s uh, as a kind of a, a grassroots ministry that started out of First Methodist Church. Um, people that just saw a need and met that need. It grew into the Wesley Mission Center. Right. That was very involved in our community, did a great job of serving our neighbors and helping them. Um, but then about 10 years ago, uh, the church realized that they could accomplish so much more serving our community if they were to separate it from the church and create its own nonprofit. Uh, and so out of that, the Mansfield Mission Center was born. Uh, we didn't change names until several years later, um, but that's how we, we separated from the church. We still have the heart and the compassion uh, to do things like Christ would do, um, but now we network with other churches and businesses and organizations to provide the services that we do. So to answer your question, yes. what do we do? Uh, we have got a free medical clinic that's located out on West Broad, the Linda Nix Clinic that people can come in to, to see a doctor or a nurse practitioner and receive medical care all free of charge. Hmm. And so it's phenomenal the number of people that they see that they serve to help them when they're struggling, when they're hurting, with when they're whatever, we've got volunteers there to serve them. And one of the coolest things that's just recently happened at the, the Linda Nix Clinic is we've recently purchased a machine where we can do our own blood tests there on site. Wow. So previously, someone would come in, we needed blood work to really see what was going on. We would have to send them out to a lab and pay that fee uh, and wait for the results to come back before a doctor could prescribe for that patient or provide for their needs. And now we can do that in-house. A neighbor can come in, we can take their blood, get results, and get them taken care of much quicker. For someone who cannot afford medical help, I would assume this, this this is where the mission center steps in. Mm -hmm. What if someone can't afford medical help? They've got insurance, but they need, or a situation where you know I I, I can't get into my doctor for six months. Can can they come to the mission? You know, the, the, we, the Linda, we Linda Nick Center. Yeah, we try to help uh, everyone who calls us. If if it's not something that we can do, we resource them out to those yep. that can. But our main purpose is providing help for those who don't have insurance. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so not only do we have a new executive director, you also have a new building. We do. And so that leads me to the second thing that we do. Go for it. Uh, we've got a new location at 78 Regency. We share the building with the YMCA. Yep. And our model of ministry is to, to minister and serve the whole person or the whole family, not just provide for them medical care or a box of food. And at 78 Regency, we've got a, a fresh food market where people can come in and shop for food that they, their family needs. And so ministering to that whole person, we're, we, if the neighbor allows us, we will coach them through different areas of their life, nutrition, 
physical movement. So the partnership with the Y is super important. We can help them get active. Uh, We can do financial planning, whatever it is that they allow us to do. But the cool thing about our market there, so the back of the building, you drive around to the back, is when they come into the store, we have volunteers there that will help shop with them. So we don't just give them a box (laughs) and send them on their way and hope everything works out. We spend some time with them and we shop in the store and we teach them how to, uh, when you go to the grocery store, how to shop uh, so that you're making healthy, nutritious choices uh, while you're shopping. I remember way back when you mentioned the tie-in with the church, with the Wesley um, uh, Mission Center, Mm -hmm. the... uh, which had the thrift store. That's right. Right across the parking lot from the church. Mm-hmm. And of course, now, mm-hmm. the, as you mentioned, the mission center is now its own entity. And yeah. including we, having moved the, the thrift store. That's right. So we still have the thrift store. It's located right at the corner of uh, Walnut Creek and East Broad, uh, right where the Sonic is. If you know where the Sonic is, there's the, the Mansfield Mission Center thrift store. And it is a phenomenal thrift store. It is so well organized. It is clean. It smells fresh, which is kind of a big deal when you're in this industry. Sure. Um, and so it's a great place for our community to go and shop and and recycle items and purchase things that are gently used to help support our ministry and our outreach to help people. But it's also where so many people can volunteer because as things get donated, we've got a process to check them in and clean them up and get them out to the showroom floor so that we can turn those uh, those funds around to help neighbors. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I... I actually love it's it's a hobby of my wife and, and mine is we we go thrifting. Oh yeah. And one of our stops is is the Mission Center mm-hmm. and uh right now I'm kind of looking around myself uh the shirt that I'm wearing is a thrift store shirt. That's awesome. And it's one of my favorite shirts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, if, if you have come into our thrift store, you know, a couple of months ago, what you would see today is different. Mm-hmm. So we have got a plan to get things in and out within six weeks so that there's always something new to, to pick through, to look at, to shop for yourself or as a gift for someone else. As the executive director, then your administrative duties... Include the Linda Nick Center. Include the, the the thrift store. Is I guess that's a question. Is that correct? It is. It does fall underneath my responsibilities. But like I said, there's an incredible team yeah. that makes this happen. Uh, We've got a a staff that um, oversees the clinic. We've got a clinic oversight committee with people from the the health industry who speak into the care that we provide there. We've got a thrift store manager who is phenomenal. Andy runs that that store like a a tight ship. And the volunteers and the the team that works there love him and do a great job. So there's no way I could do all these things by myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just surround myself with people who can. The... Purpose of, of one of the many purposes of, of having you on the the program today is because Thursday, September twenty first is North Texas Giving Day, and as you and I know, Mansfield, we Mansfield Dites, Mansfieldians, Mansfield <laughs> residents, whoever we are, are are some of the most caring people in, in, in all of North Texas, if not Texas itself. And that 
generates the question of why should why would why should someone donate to the Mansfield Mission Center? Yeah, great question, Stephen. I'm glad you asked that because there's no way that we could do what we do without the support of our community and from our neighbors. Uh, I think the church realized years ago that we're better if we work together and cooperate together. Whether it was churches who who financially support support the mission center, or if it's individuals, and so during this month on September 21st, the the big North Texas Giving Day, we set a goal to raise $20,000. That'll be money that will go directly to serve our neighbors who are hurting and that are in need. And so we know we can meet that goal. We know the community here loves their neighbors and they care about their neighbors. Oftentimes, they're not sure how they can help. And this would just be one small, tangible way of contributing to what we do. And a goal of 20,000 is is that are you looking at then individual donations from from the community or or yeah how are the other is it just donations, or are you looking for other ways of raising the $20,000? No, so this 20000 is from individuals and, and businesses. Anyone who wants to contribute is certainly welcomed. Um, but I feel like, personally, I feel like when uh, a multitude of people pitch in just their portion, whether it's mm-hmm. $50, $100, or $20, when we all do that, we can reach that goal. And it's not about the goal. It's about serving our neighbors. There's got to be... Just thinking out loud here, a corporation somewhere in Mansfield that needs a $20,000 write-off. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And we would love to speak to them, too, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're out there somewhere. I, I wish I knew who it was. There you yeah. go. You know, in the nonprofit it's, world, certainly at Mansfield Missions, there's, there's always areas um, that we could use financial support. Sure. But I think we, we become much more creative and much more reliant on God to provide for us um, when we rely on our neighbors to meet these needs. Because we do believe that the funds are there. There's more than enough to provide for everyone in our community that's out there. It's just a matter of getting the word, getting the need out to our community so that they know their neighbors are hurting, they're suffering. And it could be just a temporary crisis that they're in, um, but it still takes financial support to provide for them. Without giving names... Do you do you have maybe a, a real life story of a client that uh, who a success story for the uh, for the mission center? Yeah, I, I, I do. I just recently met this man who came into our market. Uh, he is on a fixed income. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he said it, he's on welfare, and um, his story was really impactful. And when he came in, uh, he was embarrassed that he had to ask for help. But he was met by a a volunteer who just put their arm around him. Our chaplain that happened to be there prayed for him, took him around the store and got him the food that he needed to provide for his family. He was so touched that he, he began to cry. Yeah. And I think we lose sight of what it's like to be without. Do you find that that's the case with with a lot of people who vi- visit the center there's a level of embarrassment that number 1 how did i get here not physically how did i get to the mission center but how did i get here financially mm-hmm. and yeah the compassion this You're goes right. back to the compassion pastor you right um that 
the compassion of the mission center is is a great first step. That's exactly right. You know, with all my years of experience working in this area and overseeing benevolence, I've had people ask me, how do you know that you're not being taken advantage of? Mm -hmm. How do you know that there's not a dozen other organizations helping the same person? And, And a lot of it is trust. A lot of it is some people to call it your gut feeling. I call it the Holy Spirit you know, working in in me to, to recognize the differences. But the truth is, if there's someone in crisis, they are embarrassed. And they're, they're afraid or sometimes ashamed to even ask for help. Yeah. And those are the ones that yeah. you want to provide that, that help to. Um, and we share with them, we all go through different cycles of our life where we may be in need and we may be able to provide for a need. And so there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And I think it, through the different seasons of our life, we're in those stages to either provide for people financially or provide f- for them by volunteering at organizations, or it could be your family that's also in need. If someone out there wanted to help another family or a person in need, someone out there, again, the Mansfield residents being the the most caring, the most giving people that are out there, uh, how do they donate to the Mansfield Mission Center? Yeah, so because it's North Texas Giving Day, you can go to their website, choose the city of Mansfield, and we are listed right there. You can make a donation through their website. Um, but if you want to be a regular monthly contributor or give directly to us, you can go to our website, mansfieldmission.org. And there we've got a donate page, and you can click to be a regular monthly contributor or a one-time gift. And we would certainly appreciate anything that someone could give. Do you have the website for the North Texas Giving Day? Yeah, sure do. It's all the words just spelled out all together, northtexasgivingday.org. And look up Mansfield, and Mansfield Mission Center will come up. That's exactly right. You'll see our logo is a beautiful M, many colors. That's a depiction of our community. (laughs) Sure. That we are made up of different people, kinds of people. Uh, And so you will see us and just click there, read a little bit about us, and make your contribution there. NorthTexasGivingDay.org or or donate directly, again, to MansfieldMission.org. .org and North Texas Giving Day, September 21st on Thursday. We're talking with Mansfield Mission Center's new executive director, Brian McFadden. Next week, we will dig deep into his history and conclude said interview. In the meantime, this is the place where you'll hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and conversation. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, or support this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Head on over to our website, aboutmansfield.com. Enter your email address right there on the homepage. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel Biasati. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Cultural Arts Calendar, Tim Roberts. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent is prohibited. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this... 
is about Mansfield. 